Did you know that you can lose weight with ease and fun? My name is Leandra McMullen. I'm a Christian certified life and weight coach. If you want to apply God's promises to your life, live victoriously in your health, and stop overeating for good, you are in the right place. Let's go. Hey, 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 my friends. Happy Monday. I'm so excited to be here with you. Today, we're going to talk about eating off plan. And I wanted to talk about this because I see this in a lot of my clients and also with people who I have consults with. This is a problem in our minds to eat off plan. So I titled this, I ate off plan, now what? And I want to give you four steps, four actionable steps to do when you plan your meals and then you eat off plan when you don't want to. And our brain is so extreme that most of the time we think we either have to eat on plan and lose weight or we eat off plan and we're gaining weight. And our brain forgets that we can actually hold space for both of those things, that there doesn't have to be an all or nothing mindset, that we don't have to make eating off plan mean that we're just losing all progress and we're messing it all up right? So let's talk about what to do when we eat off plan. Step one, we need to drop the judgment. And I really think we forget to do this because for most of our life, we have believed that we are eating the wrong foods, that we should be doing it different, that we're messing it all up. And so we have really strong neuropathways about what we make it mean when we eat off plan. And we have really harsh judgments for ourselves. Now, here's what judgment does. Judgment keeps us stuck. Judgment keeps us in a place where we miss all the opportunities to learn and move forward, to use this moment where we ate off plan to actually getting the results we want. But instead, we're in such judgment of ourselves. we're focusing so much on how we've done it wrong that it spirals us into shame And we completely close our brain to the learning opportunity. And we become so obsessed with the fact that we're eating off plan that we just keep eating off plan, right? This happens so often when we're eating on plan and we're gaining momentum day after day eating on plan, 
we stay in that momentum because we're not thinking about eating off plan because we're so focused on eating on plan. So the opposite is also true when we eat off plan and we become obsessed and judgmental about it, we stay stuck there. We get so focused on eating off plan that we keep eating off plan. So we need to drop the judgment. Number two is we need to become curious. We need to ask ourselves from a place of compassion, what happened? And I say from a place of compassion, because if we're going to drop the judgment and be curious, we have to ask ourselves, what happened, love? Of course you ate off plan. You're a human. What? were you thinking that made you eat off plan? And we want to ask ourselves questions. We want to stay in curiosity. What happened? What was I thinking that made me go off plan? Why didn't I want to sit with desire? Which really is the reason we ate off plan in the first place is we had a desire to eat something and we didn't want to sit with desire. It felt easier to just give in than to sit with the desire of eating and not eat. So we want to ask ourselves, why? Why didn't we want to sit with the desire? And we can learn so much just from that one question. And then we can ask ourselves, what other emotion was I avoiding? So we were avoiding desire to eat the food, but we might have been avoiding another emotion. For example, boredom. If we're bored on a Saturday afternoon and we're hanging out by ourselves, and we're bored, we don't want to be bored, and then a desire grows to go eat cake, now we're avoiding desire and boredom. So we want to ask ourselves, why didn't I want to sit with desire? And was there any other emotion that I was avoiding? And just from these curious questions, we can learn so much the next time we feel bored and desire to eat. But if we're just wrapped up in judgment, we miss all of that. We're just so busy beating ourselves up. We don't learn anything. We just become obsessed with eating off plan, which makes us eat off plan more. So drop the judgment, be curious. And number three, process the disappointment. Of course, when we make a plan and we eat off plan, we're going to be disappointed. That is a clean pain that we want to process. We want to allow the disappointment to be there. We want to breathe it in, let it vibrate through us. And just be disappointed from a place of loving ourselves. When we 
add judgment on top of the disappointment, then we spiral into shame. And so we don't want to do that. If we drop the judgment, we can actually sit with the disappointment and just feel disappointed. And we don't have to make it mean anything. And let the disappointment be there and process that clean emotion. Which leads me to step four, which is we want to clean up the dirty pain. So if disappointment is the clean pain and we want to process that disappointment, the dirty pain is what we're making it mean that we ate off plan. I like to compare it to punching yourself in the face, right? We think thoughts like, I shouldn't have done that, punch ourselves in the face. I'm a failure, punch ourselves in the face. Something is wrong with me, punch myself in the face. I'm going to gain all my weight back, punch myself in the face. The dirty pain is the story and the thoughts that we are making it mean about ourselves. And it's painful and it spirals us into shame and self-loathing and self-hate. And when we believe those thoughts and we focus on those thoughts, every time we give those thoughts airtime, it's a dirty pain of shame. And we're doing that to ourselves by what we're thinking. And every time we think that thought, We punch ourselves in the face and then we wonder why our face hurts. So we want to clean up that dirty pain. You want to ask yourself, what am I making it mean about me that I ate off plan? And write all the thoughts down that come to your mind on a piece of paper. What am I making it mean that I ate off plan? And does it align with who I am, who God says I am? And if it doesn't, then we want to drop it. I like to think of this like a toddler learning to walk, right? If we have a toddler that we love in our life And they are learning to walk and they fall down. They take a couple steps and they fall. What do we say to them? Do we tell them, oh, you failed. Let's just not even try to walk ever again. I think you are just doomed to crawl the rest of your life. No, we would never say that to a toddler that we love. Right? What do we do when a toddler falls? We help them get back up. We have compassion for them. And then we encourage them. We remind them that they can do it. We remind them that this is part of the process. That in order to walk, we need to fall a couple times. We need to fall a lot of times. Right? And so we need to have that same compassion with ourselves that when we are learning to meal plan, 
when we're learning to follow a protocol and we're making new habits in our life that we are going to fall. We're going to be bad at it at first before we get good at it. And we don't have to make it mean that there's anything wrong with us, that we can use it as a lesson to move forward and get the results we want. Let's look at 2 Chronicles 30 verse 9. And this is what I want you to remind yourself when you're tempted to beat yourself up. For the Lord your God is gracious and merciful, and he will not turn away his face from you if you return to him. If God himself can give us grace and mercy, then who are we to keep it from ourselves? God knows who we are. He has told us in his word that we are strong, that we are worthy, that we are capable, that we are lovable, that we have everything we need inside us, that we are strong. And so if our judgment for ourselves does not align with those promises and does not align with grace and mercy, then we need to challenge what we're making it mean. All right, my friends, keep planning those meals. Keep failing and practice curiosity instead of judgment. And you will find yourself slowly getting better and better and better at it. We have to be willing to be bad at it before we can become good at it. All right, my friends, I love you. Have an amazing week. Thanks so much for listening to the Christian Weight Loss Podcast. And listen, if you are tired of beating yourself up only to not follow through again and again. Book a free consult with me. By the end of the hour that we spend together, you will know what is holding you back and what you can change instantly to start losing the weight for good. You can click the link in my show notes to schedule a free consult with me. And until next week, my friends, let's go live our life in grace, unlimited self-love, and victorious in Jesus.